What's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. Tuesday night's live. My name is Jay. We've got top auto logistics video news connecting retail, wholesale, logistics, and tech. Your auto transport community media since 2017. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us on a Tuesday night. Please do click, share, like, copy of the YouTube link, tell a friend. Thank you so much. Tonight's show is Simple Recon Pitch Tank. And we have a great show lined up. Got a lot of news as well. So please feel welcome to ATI. Jump in the live chat. Say hello or just kick back. Here we go with some top auto logistics news. Five headlines that I think are important topics right now. Used car reconditioning, UVI, Amazon partnership, UAW strikes continue, convoy shutdown, TQL lawsuit. Here we go. Let's go into some news. Simple Recon Pitch Tank, show 317 in a row on a Tuesday night. What are we talking about? Well, Smith Shaw on LinkedIn uh, contacted me, wanted to tell me more about Simple Recon. So that's what we're going to do is we're going to learn more about saving money on reconditioning and able to calculate those savings for dealers using Simple Recon. If you go to simplerecon.com, you can get more information. You're also going to get more information here tonight. And what we're doing is we're doing a pitch tank. Okay, so Royce, CEO, Auto Hall Exchange, and Auto Sled, either David or Sam, are going to join us from Auto Sled. And once we learn more about Simple Recon, they are going to pitch why being a partner, cross vertical partner, is beneficial to both businesses. Because if you know, reconditioning starts with transportation. The vehicles get delivered and they need reconditioning. We are the ecosystem's neutral zone. We're here following the disconnect between sales and operations. If you missed last Tuesday night's show, Impact of UAW Strikes, I promise not every show is going to be about UAW Strikes, but uh, it is worthy of the news, so here we go. We're going to kick off with the rational approach to used car reconditioning. This is an article Smith posted on LinkedIn. Enter Simple Recon, a cutting-edge solution that empowers car dealerships to streamline their reconditioning operations with data-driven decisions. And before you think this is an infomercial, hold on. Give me five minutes to explain why I keep talking about auto reconditioning. Now, there are problems. These things come up. Inaccurate valuation. Insufficient data can lead to imprecise vehicle valuation. You've got customer discontent. Lack of accurate data can foster employee dissatisfaction. Underestimating an employee can lead to a disappointed buyer who discovers undisclosed issues that weren't uh, fully or accurately reported. You've also got a potential financial loss. Insufficient data-driven insights can lead to needless expenses on repairs and that don't necessarily amplify a vehicle's resale value. Let me say that again. Spending money on repairs that don't add to the vehicle's resale value. Interesting thought, Smith. Thanks for sharing that. Also, this is a graph from Rapid Recon. You'll notice at the beginning of the process in transit, the vehicles arrive at the lot, go through many stages of time to line and average days in recon to finally be front line ready for retail sale. So we have a lot to talk about in reconditioning. All right, next story. UVI partners with Amazon to automate delivery vehicle inspections with AI. Anytime I see 
Amazon now in automotive, I'm probably going to report the story as if I, Amazon eventually fixes auto transport for good. I don't know. It just seems like that's, I don't know. I don't know why I keep thinking that. Amazon is getting on board with AI vehicle inspections. UVI announced a partnership with Amazon to, to deploy its fully automated vehicle inspection AVI system in Amazon's delivery stations, US, Canada, Germany, UK. Here's what's interesting. Rather than focusing on retail in this partnership, this is B2B, scanning the vehicles to detect automotive issues, improving fleet maintenance, reducing downtime for delivery service partners. This system, the AVI system, scans the vehicle in seconds as it drives through tunnel of cameras and sensors, has already been piloted at select Amazon delivery stations. There are more than 100,000 Amazon-branded delivery vehicles on the road. Wow. Bringing 20 million packages to customers every day with AVI, automate the inspection process at scale, help reduce time spent on tasks by delivery service partners, delivery associates, get packages customer, improving safety on the road. Actually, that's really interesting looking at it from a fleet standpoint rather than we were thinking of the MRI scanner as, you know, focused on retail or vehicles before they, you know, leave the plant. So really interesting. UVI said a study of the data shows AVI finds more defects in hard to inspect places such as damage to the vehicle undercarriage. That also is interesting given AI and EV and nails and tire thread. Tires count for 35% of all issues. All right, update with UAW uh, strikes GM's high profit big SUV plant. You may have just heard this. This is like news today. 5,000 more workers walk off the job in Texas at Arlington Assembly, which builds Tahoe, Suburban, uh, GMC Yukon, Cadillac Escalade. UAW has now shut down what it says are the biggest money makers for each of the Detroit, Detroit three. Um, and a day after sending 6,800 workers at Stellantis Ram plant in Sterling Heights, Michigan, about 8,000 from Kentucky plant. That was a big deal. That was just, that was 13 days ago. So now roughly 45,000 of the UAW's 146,000 members at the three automakers have now joined the strike. Wow, a third of their members are striking. Uh, GM said earlier Tuesday it was losing $200 million a week. Cox, now we were talking about, somebody has asking in the live chat, what about inventory supply? So here's some numbers. Cox Automotive estimated in early October that Tahoe Suburban had fewer than 30 days supply, so this can matter. Uh, Escalade was around 30 days. Uh, while Ford Super Duty was at, that's two months supply in mid-October, so not, you know, not going to run out as fast. Um, really good point. And you've got even the Expedition, the Navigator. Those numbers seem, you know, like they're going to be fine for a while. GM says UAW strike has cost $800 million so far. Now that was, again, that was today. Wow. So, all right. I just read this today. Sources, UAW now wants at least 25% raises, which would put top earners at more than $40 per hour by 2027. And here's a quote. Okay, let's go to a quote. After a senior Ford executive said the automaker had reached the limit of what it could spend on a new union contract, Sean Fain replied, go get the big checkbook, the one Ford uses when it wants to spend millions on company executives or Wall Street giveaways.
Okay. Death from overfunding and obituary for Convoy. Convoy's huge story. Let's try to sum it up if we can. Blitz scaling. In Convoy's earliest years, you used venture capital that it raised to buy market share. You've heard this story before. In fact, I think, aren't we hearing it right now? But no, 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 we're not buying market share. Well, they offered shippers that agreed to buy to be early adopters rates that were cheaper than market, lowballing, and it worked. Some would say too well. Convoy was able to scale quickly and garner significant market share from some major shippers along the way. The growth story was impressive, and investors became excited about the potential of how big Convoy could become. Early on, the company focused on blitz scaling, which means to prioritize growth at all costs. Convoy's management and board believed that cash burn wasn't a concern. Sound familiar? As long as it could grow and expand margins, future investors would bid up the company at even higher valuations. Prospective investors, realizing that the company was subsidizing some of its growth through shipper discounts in the early part of the relationship, looked for a metric that they could get behind. Traditionally, freight brokerage valuations are measured on a multiple of EBITDA. What is that? Earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. There we have it. When, chem when venture capital firms began investing in digital broker brokerages, the startups somehow were able to convince the investors that gross revenue was the appropriate metric for valuation, right? Gross revenue always dangled in front. Look how much money we'll make, but what about what we'll spend? Well, that was a key first mistake. And the second mistake, and this is interesting too, that investors made uh, this mistake treating Convoy like it was a tech company and not a logistics company. And you think about that for a second. Wait a minute. What logistics companies do I know that I think are tech companies? Interesting. Let that settle. From conversations over the past few years about Convoy, it was clearly understood by industry insiders that Convoy was valued far differently by venture capitalists than was the expected norm for the industry. When the company continued to raise capital at even higher valuations, it created a great deal of bewilderment. Watch the big short. So what happened? According to insiders, in late 2021, Convoy stopped offering incentives to shippers to join its platform. The company recognized that investors were getting weary of the incentives that drove early growth and expected to see expanding margins at increased levels of scale. It's just going to keep getting bigger. It will. It'll just go forever. Although the freight market was entering a recession, few expected a significant deterioration in the freight economy. Convoy's executive team believed the slowdown in freight would be short-lived. Well, as the freight market continued to deteriorate through 2022 into 2023, reality started to set in. Convoy conducted a series of layoffs, which reduced the operational support teams, and an Atlanta brokerage office was closed. Gross revenues dropped from $800 million in 2021 to a run rate of $500 million in 2023. The Convoy hyper-growth story was over. The lowballing didn't pan out. Convoy was a victim of two realities. A failure to control its own destiny by relying on investors for funding and the violence and realities of the freight market 
which are beyond anyone's control. So there you go. And if you don't know everything about Convoy, you know, I'm sure you're seeing it in the news. I'm actually curious. I think that I'm thinking it's more of a common story. Uh, I know it's a freight digital brokerage, but we have been talking about brokering a lot. In fact, want to do some more talk about brokering. Who doesn't? Judge Rules TQL, another freight brokerage, owes thousands of former employees overtime pay. TQL CEO Oaks, his name is Oaks, says he used guidance from the TIA, which by the way, TIA is one of the associations looked for regarding dispatchers or illegal conversations. Fellow brokers uh, were classified as employees. Here we go. A federal judge has ruled that Total Quality Logistics, the second largest freight brokerage in the U.S., violated federal law and owes overtime pay to thousands of employees who worked more than 40 hours a week. Judge Michael Barrett ordered TQL to pay overtime wages to the employees, but also ruled TQL must pay an additional amount equal to the actual damages. Judge Barrett also found Ken Oaks, chief executive and co-founder of TQL, personally liable ruling a huge win for more than 4,500 members of a class action suit against TQL. That's a lot of people, 4,500. Members of the class included more than 4,500 logistics account executive trainees, LAETs, and logistics account executives, LAEs, worked for TQL in Ohio from September 2008 to mid-April 2016. I guess that's how you get to 4,500. Still, it's a lot of people. These trainees are expected to spend at least six months conducting sales calls for freight brokers, earning between 36 to 38k a year before they're even considered to make the move from salary to a commission-based system. Okay, 36 to 38 in six months. All right, only around five percent actually make it. Oh my god! They were expected to work more than 60 hours per week to meet these goals. Also expect to be available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, to respond to customer problems or questions at all times. Yeah, that sounds like trucking. And what's the association advised us? CEO Ken Oak said. Their experts advised us, and that's what other top brokers in the industry did. That's what other top brokers in the industry did. Oh, man. I'm right on the stand, he's saying this. That's great. Good stuff. And by the way, the ATA is outright lying to the public in this post, as I read it, about driver shortage. Oh, wait, no, they really, oh, they did retract this number, which we all know the driver shortage numbers get inflated all the time. But, you know, why would anybody need to know the actual numbers? Well, anyways, uh, ATA walks back its driver shortage numbers and, oh, it's really 60K, not, uh, oh, we overestimated by 25. We're only the... American Trucking Association. <laughs> okay, why not? I mean, you can do whatever you want. So leverage ATI in your business. We don't ship cars. We move information. Also got a great show happening on Thursday. Clear data repo load demo uh, with Ryan Miller. That's going to be a great show too. So uh, do me a favor, stick around right after this. We're going to bring in our feature guests. Uh, Smith and David of Simple Recon. They're going to tell us more. And so stick around because we're going to be right back.
Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verifications of loads where nobody ever answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Transport AutoQuoter is by far the leading auto-quoting software on the market and the only auto-quoter with a pro version that comes preset with accurate pricing for anywhere in the U.S. So you don't have to worry about it. The best part is that no change with your current software is needed. Just plug TAQ in and start booking jobs. Carriers can easily plug TAQ into their current websites and start making money right away. I bet you're wondering how we do this instantly and accurately 24-7. Well, constant analytics is the key. Our PriceWatch team is constantly monitoring current market conditions, paying close attention to seasonal and quick-moving industry changes. At the end of the day, it takes a lot of time and data to maintain good pricing, time that most of us just don't have on a daily basis. So free yourself up. Using TAQ Pro is really a no-brainer. Save time and money, maximizing your leads and optimizing your online investments. You'll finally be able to sleep well at night knowing that TAQ is on the job selling for you 24-7. Never missing a potential job. Don't lose any more sleep worrying about missing leads. Get Transport Auto Quoter to price the right price the first time, anytime. Run your business with TAQ. Visit transportautoquoter.com. Links are in the live chat. All right, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna bring in uh, I'm gonna bring in Smith of Simple Recon. We're gonna spend a few minutes just us, and then we're gonna bring in David and Ty. Smith, can you see me and hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. I can. How are you doing? All right, good. I can see you. I can hear you. All right, we're actually here. We've been talking about this show like, I don't know, two months? <laughs> yeah. It seems like it's been a long time, right? Yeah, I think I, mean, I think we've been talking for at least a couple of months, I think. Yeah. Uh, just scheduling it out, planning it out, so makes sense. Right, and, and, and the yeah. reason is, is that because we wanted to do something special. Not just do a demo show where we learn more about Simple Recon, but this kind of pitch tank where after we learn, then you're, you're going to continue that education for two transportation service providers, auto hauler exchange and auto sled. Yep. All right. All right, cool. So we're going to do that. So that the pitch tank is after the break. Um, but I just wanted to set that up. So let's do this. Let's bring in David and Ty. And then we're um, we're gonna get to know you guys better, simple recon more. Um, while David and Ty are joining, Smith, why don't you do me a favor and tell us a little bit more about you and simple recon? Sure. So um, I've been in the auto industry for about 15 years. Uh, got into it about 2007. You know, started off by doing lot management, doing photos for the dealers, stuff like that putting them online, you know, and like literally doing dealer websites, stuff like that way back. 
And then, um, you know, over the years added, you know, I started my own thing. Uh, it, again, it all came from dealers asking for it, right? So we had a dealer uh, group down here that's like, hey man, listen, I can't find my cars. They don't have photos. So we started off with like a very simple, why is this car not online, you know, process. And then when we went to other dealers, they're like, well, we don't do it exactly like this dealer group. We do it a little different. So then we tweaked it to where we could adopt to other dealers to where now it's fully customizable. You can build your process. You can enforce your process. You can notify people, um, you know, all of that, right? Uh, so uh, that's been my background and what, you know, I've been doing with Simple Recon uh, in that role. All right, and then we've got, okay, David is also with us. Hey, good evening. Ty, how are you? Up, oh, Ty's muted. There we go. I'm good. How are you, David? Good to see you. You too, good Smith. To see you. Likewise, Ty. All right, cool. That, when we call that courtesy mute, so we all do that from time to time. If anybody has to remind somebody they're on mute, you know, it's part of the thing. So <laughs> that's the Zoom world we live in now. That's right. Um, David, will you tell us more about your role at Simple Recon? Sure. I am the uh, sales director, and I've been with Smith for a little over three months now. Um, I've spent a little over 20 years in the technology side of the automotive industry. A lot of that was spent um, at Active Engage, who I'm sure you guys are probably familiar with. And um, it really allowed me to learn a lot more about the business, uh, as well as I was introduced to a lot of uh, larger groups. So I had that, you know, we we uh, we had a lot of penetration within the larger groups, and it allowed me to grow as a salesperson, um, and also really hone my ability to establish relationships uh, with with car dealers. Um, and it's a pleasure, you know, working with Smith so far. It's been fantastic. Um, my experience thus far over the last few months really has been very similar to when I started with Active Engage back in 2011, when a lot of dealers uh, didn't have chat, had no interest in it, um, and uh, it was an education. Um, and so it's been a little eye-opening to see the number of stores that are still doing it the old-fashioned way in terms of managing their recon with spreadsheets and whiteboards. It's uh, it's pretty surprising. So, um, you know, it's a grind, but that's uh, it's the the career I chose, and I enjoy every minute of it. I wouldn't change a thing. I'm gonna I want to pass this to Ty, but I just want to say this is that I guess that's where I'm glad you said that. I guess I'm assuming everybody's using software at this point. They're not. No. They're not. Go ahead, Smith. I, I just, you know, with all the, you know, I'm, I'm the guy on the phone all day long, every day, and, and making phone calls to, to drum up some interest and schedule the meetings and, you know, sales 101. And it just still, you know, every day surprises me some of what you would presume to be progressive dealer groups are still doing it the old fashioned way, you know, with, um, with a whiteboard and spreadsheets. And I think it's, you, I, I think it's, it's evolving just like back in the day with chat um, and that it's continuing to evolve. So I think Smith and, I, and myself with Simple Recon are very well positioned. Um, it's a well thought out program with, you know, eight years old. And um, 
I think the market is, is perfect and our price point is great. So we got a phenomenal product, phenomenal service and a great price point. I mean, the thing that, that your product service does is actually saves the dealer money. Is that right? So here's the fun part. We don't make the dealer money, so they don't look at it as profit, right? We save them money, but there is no line item entry in accounting that they can say, this is how much we made. So that's the difference, right? So when you go to a dealer and explain to them the value of tracking inventory, especially, I mean, Jay, I heard you mention, you know, 5,000 more workers are on strike. They're expecting to take a 50% or 40% hit in manufacturing on new inventory for GM. So when you look at those things, like where are the dealers going to make money from? It has to be in the used car inventory. How do you make more money? By turning inventory faster. How do you do that? Making sure that it gets followed through. Everybody is aware that they're on the clock and you follow up with them. You automate that you know, reminder, that notification process. And that is not being done today. That is what amazes me, is that even today, we've got to explain to a dealer why it is important, right? Yeah, yeah, well, it makes sense. And I, I guess to me, it would seem like an easy sell, but it sounds like, David, that you get some pushback. Can you share with us some pushback you might get? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, when, when if so, you, the old saying, you don't know what you don't know. Right, and so mm -hmm. what's working now, if, if they find it to be efficient um, and, and it's working for them and they're making money, they're still continuing to make money. Um, I've had dealers tell me that they, they don't even use spreadsheets or whiteboards. They're just doing it all via text message and phone calls. And, you know, you take in, uh, you know, 50 to 80 plus used car dealer a month uh, that's moving that kind of vehicles, that's a lot of that's a lot of communication taking place, a lot of time uh, and disruptions because you're talking about service managers, used car managers, parts. I mean, you know, uh, people wanting this information that they have to call three different people for or, or you know, gather it from multiple people. Whereas if they had a, a program like Simple Recon, they can very easily get that information at their fingertips. I got a question. You just said 50 to 80 cars a month. To me, that's... a and correct me if I'm wrong, but that's kind of a smaller independent dealership. Is that right? Or are these new car stores with a used car lot? I was using that as an example. We, I've certainly spoken with dealers that sell over 100 used cars a month, and they're still doing it the old-fashioned way. I just, I just, I shared that number with you because just this week I spoke with somebody that told me that they were doing, they were just, you know, using their phones to communicate with each other. So, it's, yeah, well, that, what made me think of that when you said that, I was like, okay, I know guys that sell 50 to 80 cars a month. They don't even have a shop. If they do, it's a, it's just a garage the size big enough to get maybe a truck in, and that's just to wipe it down because the customer's coming. They're always shipping stuff out, which to me would make more sense to have a product like you're talking about, a service that can track the stuff that's maybe not at my store or on my property. Is that right? You're, you're absolutely right, Ty. And, you know, um, some of the other things I found interesting that I've learned is, well, because I don't, haven't spent a lot of time on the, the fixed op side in my past 20 years, um, is that a lot of dealers actually detail wholesale vehicles. And mm, so yeah. that's, yeah, and, and so they want to get every penny that they can out of it. And I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's additional work that I never even thought of. I, you know, you, you would think they would send a car to inspection, make a determination, and then and then blow it out. But these guys, you know, they're detailing them and 
and trying to get as much money as possible out of them. So that's just, you know, it's more time. And staffing is another issue, too. You know, I've had, uh, Smith will tell you, we've had multiple people tell us, you know, it's not, it's it's not, you know, um, getting the cars through the shop as much as it is, is getting people to do their jobs uh, or, or <laughs> fill positions, you know. So yeah. it's that's been a challenge as well for these guys. So yeah. it's a little mix of everything. It's it's kind of interesting. Um, so a lot of this starts on the premise of, uh, I follow Jason Rice at Lot Pop. I really like that guy. I like what he talks about the used cars and how he puts them into buckets. You got 30, 60, 90. You don't want any cars in this bucket. If it's gonna tip over, you know, all this stuff. And one of the key things that he always says, and nobody really, Everybody always throws this number out, interest, right? What is it? What's your interest per day per car? So let's just call it 50 bucks. You know, I've heard as high as 75. I've heard as low as, say, 35. But let's call it 50 bucks a day. Is that right? Yep. <clears throat> uh, you could use 50. I think it makes the math easier. Uh, you know, depending on the cars you're buying, if you're buying high mileage, you know, used cars, probably less. Uh, if you're buying... BMWs, Mercedes, like high-end, high-line inventory is going to be a mm -hmm. whole lot higher than 50 bucks. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you could use 50 to make the math easier for sure. So what, where I'm going with this is Jason talks about this a lot. And then as he, if you're really watching and listening to him, he's, he's saying dealers don't even know what that cost is a day. So if a dealer isn't really paying attention to what it's costing per day per vehicle, now we got to slide over into recon. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole education process. It sounds like David, like you got to educate the dealer. I'm, I mean, is that true? What I'm saying? Sure. I, I, you know, and recon's only a part of it. I, you know, I just was watching the news earlier um, this evening, and uh, they were talking about, you know, the strikes and everything, and and parts. Parts is a problem, so parts holds are going to be longer, and that's going to cost money. So, you know. It, it's there's just has to be an easier, transparent, efficient way for dealers to manage this, the entire recon process, uh, and not just the detailing of the vehicles, but you know every aspect of it. Um, right. So, so are we going to see a demo? Did I yeah, hear? I was just going to say. Are? So what? Mm -hmm. Here's what we want to do. That's good. We got a good setup here. We're thinking about a lot of different things. There's two ways to go. One is we could we can do this. We could bring in um our pitch tank sharks and do the demo with them or do the demo before i think we should bring them in and do the live demo and then move into q a so here's what i want everyone to do stick around for a second camera one thanks for joining us here on tuesday night on simple recon pitch tank on ati do me a favor stick around right after this we're going to be back with the pitch tank Are you ready to take a leap into the future of vehicle logistics? Auto Hauler Exchange is the first pure B2B marketplace in vehicle logistics, where shippers and carriers live and work directly in one ecosystem with no middleman. Shippers simply post their shipping opportunities directly to highly vetted carriers around the country. Once a carrier sees a shipment opportunity which fits their need, they simply check that shipment out of the exchange with just a few clicks of a button and with no third-party interaction, getting your vehicle on the road with ease. We have proven our B2B marketplace is a more efficient, transparent model for vehicle logistics where shippers and carriers connect one-on-one. -on -one. Take it from our clients themselves.
Get off the vehicle hauling roller coaster today with Auto Hauler Exchange. Getting your reconditioning time under 72 hours is the golden standard. However, if you're like most dealerships, you do not have the tools to effectively measure your progress. Pen and paper can help, but only when things are slow. You do not have to change the way you do business to use our software. Our software can be configured to align with the recon process that you already have in place. It tracks time in each department from entry to the exit. Also notifies users when a vehicle has been in their department for too long. You can also subscribe to daily queue emails. Our cloud-based turnkey software is geared to help you and your business track your processes, identify areas of opportunity, and notify employees and vendors of work that's due instantly and daily via email and text messages. Our user-friendly software helps your dealership improve transparency, decrease paperwork, and improve communication, all while providing a central repository of information. Auto Hauler Exchange B2B Marketplace connects shippers directly with carriers, and that means putting the power of the business transaction back in the carrier's hands. Visit AutoHaulerExchange.com. Links are in the live chat. All right, well, uh, one shark is better than none. So we'll see if uh, anyone else can join us, but we still, we do have, we're happy and lucky. We've got Royce Neubauer. He is the CEO of Auto Hall Exchange. He's with us here. We're going to get a simple recon live demo. So uh, before we do the demo, Royce, can you see us and hear us okay? I can see you and hear you. Thank right, cool. you for having me on. That's awesome, man. Uh, thanks for taking the time. Um, well, you all ready for a live demo? Should we do this? Let's Let's see. Oh, I just I just enabled screen share. Technical difficulties. Um, so either Smith or David, you can take the screen. While we're doing that, we're talking about vehicle reconditioning. Um, Royce, are you? Do you? Is this something you talk about, think about, within business development and partnerships? It. Honestly, we have had a few conversations with different reconditioning companies. Um, you know, I think it's something that definitely intrigues me because it's something that we use in our sales with our dealerships is, is that dwell time and how much how many how many hours of actually having that car in on your lot ready to sell? How many hours have you lost? How many days have you lost? So I think their product and what they're what they're building is. is definitely in line it might be a different you know piece of the the vehicle logistics or vehicle world because we're more logistics centric um, but at the end of the day they're trying to get the car to the lot as quickly as possible so the dealer is lo not losing on the holding costs and and loss of sales time that's something that we that we focus on at auto hauler as well so i think we have very similar thought processes on on how to help dealers save money and make more money um, so i'm excited about the demo we during the, yeah. during that commercial break, Royce, you said something that you you've bumped into something similar where your dealers maybe don't pay attention to costs. Is that what you said? Oh my goodness, um, we had one dealer. We literally asked. We walked in and asked, you know, what was your monthly spend last month? And he, the the used car buyer, kind of said, well, I don't know. And he looked at his secretary and said, Hey, what did we spend last month? And she pulled out a stack of receipts 
I mean, about two feet tall. She said, I don't know. You figure it out. <laughs> we were just like, what What are we doing here? And this wow. is a pretty, it was an independent dealership group, um, but they moved quite a few cars, a lot. I mean, several hundred cars a month between the network. Um, so since um, they decided to engage with us, uh, they see their daily, weekly, monthly spend from to and from each each location that they're buying and selling to and from. Um, we've been able to save them probably around 20% on their on their logistics spend since starting, um, and we're just getting started with them really. And, you know, it was kind of a run, you know, kind of a slow process onboarding them because getting that buy-in, which I, I'm sure you know David understands as a sales arm, you know, change management and getting people to buy into something new and a new process on their day-to-day is different. Um, but once they're in and they see the, the efficiency and the transparency and the knowledge that they're gaining on their in, their entire network um, to help them make wiser, smarter, more intelligent buying decisions, um, it's a no-brainer once, once they start to really dive in and use the product. It's like a lot of things, Royce. I mean, it has to come from the top down. Yeah, 100%. Um, I would and agree with you. I've, I've been told, you know, that people, that it's hard for them to get their people to use XYZ program, whether it be back in the day when I was selling CRMs or um, I worked for a couple of video companies and, um, you know, great product, phenomenal uh, customer, uh, you know, experience uh, to receive a video versus just a plain text email. And um, when the salespeople aren't doing, aren't utilizing it, it doesn't matter. It it just, it doesn't matter how good the tool is as long as it, unless it's being utilized. So it has to come from the, from the top down. So valid. All right, we see the screen. If you want to take it away, I think we're ready to go. Yeah. All right, awesome. So, uh, you know, I just to give you an idea about how Summer Recon works, or rather, right, how the business works. It's just a tool. Primarily, what we do with Summer Recon is we take the process that is what the dealer uses today, and we then convert it into a digital format uh, using the automotive terms. You would say an assembly line, right? Like it's uh, cars entering from left, going to the right, work happening at individual stations. Those are the yellow dots you see on the screen. The arrows are your conveyor belts along which the inventory moves. So we help the dealers enforce process. So a car that just got delivered doesn't go into a demo when it hasn't been made sure, you know, we have done the safety checks, right? Like that would be a big liability issue. So we let the dealers enforce that process through the tool. Uh, and along the way, we notify everyone. So give you an example, a car gets purchased. They need to make sure that the documents are ready. As soon as they're ready, they move it to ship. We send Roy a text message saying, hey, this car needs to be picked up. This dealer, here's the win inventory information. Uh, we can pull in if they want it. We can build custom uh, questions. So we can say, we need to know what the pickup location is what the, uh, what's it called, the, the gate passes. We can have the dealer attach all of that as part, before they even move it to ship. So as soon as they say this car is ready to be shipped, it moves into your queue for a quote, let's say, or get shipped. That now, once it gets shipped and it gets delivered, you can tell the system as part of like what we're talking about with integration earlier, Jay, it would then, t- their system would automatically tell us, hey, this car got delivered. We let the dealer know, hey, it's delivered. And guess what we do? 
we notify the person responsible for all the intake, saying, hey, this car got delivered, make sure you do your inspection. Because the uh, auction may have said it's in perfect condition. You look under the hood and there's like a whole engine block missing, right? Like that's, you know, not that it happens all the time, but that's something you want to make sure if you need to go send it to arbitration or not, you know, you can do that documentation, make sure that what you got delivered is what was shipped. Um, so you get to that delivery standpoint and then you do your inspection or your estimate where you look around the car, make sure you get to your used car manager what work needs to be done on this car to make it retail ready, right? You come up with that estimate, you put it in the system, you shoot it over to the, the used car manager or whoever's responsible for making those decisions so they can say, hey, here's the services I want to perform, here's the services I don't want to waste money on, right? And then it moves from that or, you know, if it's a trade-in, it may not go from the purchase route, it may just go directly from estimate into used car manager approval and at that point they may say you know what i i don't think it's worth it for us to get it fixed up we're just going to wholesale it uh, we can even add another step that says arbitration so you know if the car got delivered and it wasn't as described you can build a whole arbitration process in here so that deal gets closed out and the car gets sent back right um, then let's say you do decide to get moving forward you move it from you know used car manager says you know what i'm good to go Let's get it fixed up. It moves to service. Uh, from service, it moves into detail, you know, gets photos, and now it's frontline ready, right? It's ready for sale. So that entire process, and here's the thing that most dealers are not looking at. Most dealers that I have spoken to over the last eight years, they only look at the time from the time the car gets delivered. Well, guess what? Your payments start when you buy the car. That's when your clock really starts, not when it lands. So how do you make sure you get a true time? So if you're looking at, let's say, a 60-day turn, which is what we look at as a standard, if it's taking you two weeks to get a car to be you know, ready for sale, well, your turn really is 45 days. Now, imagine you were able to take it from two weeks to a week. All of a sudden, now you have seven turns a year versus six. Now, I'm sure a lot of dealers would love that, right? Well, you've got to have the discipline to track all of it. And what we do is we don't, we are simply a tool, but what we do is we help the dealers get insights. We had a dealer that says, dude, my car did not get picked up from the body shop for two years. Imagine that guy's surprise when they find out, wow, we had a car that was literally, it probably lost its value. And, you know, not only that, that they had a bill they had to pay, right? So those kind of things don't happen because here you would have a step for the body shop and that step will then keep showing up. It's, it's like a nagging ex-wife, right? That just keeps reminding you, hey, you need to do this, you need to do this. And you see that on your daily report. So every day, every morning, you see a report that says this car still at the sublet. It's been you know, 24 hours, it's been 48 hours, it's been three days, it's been a month. So it's in your face. And so anytime you want to look, you just go and you see, oh yeah, it's at the body shop. Let me call them, see what's going on. So. It, it's that, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Um, and then also, you know, one of the other phrases I love is, uh, you know, whatever gets measured gets managed, right? So when you start measuring how people are doing, they automatically do better. So, um, you know, this is basically where a dealer would go build out their process. So generally when we onboard a dealer, this is step one of the process. This is where they go you know, we do an, uh, an onboarding process with them where we ask them, hey, how do we do it today? 
who are the people that are involved or that you want involved. Um, you know, dealers may or may not want to track, like I was mentioning earlier, from the time they purchased to the shipping time. They may just want to go with, here's, you know, when it landed, when here's when it got delivered and start the tracking from that point on, right? Um, so this is a process. Once the process is built out, that's the, you know, now it's the easy part. So how do you track your process, right? So you look at your inventory on the left, you see all of your cars that are going through recon, where they are in the process, and if they are on time or not. So, uh, you know, I just loaded up some sample inventory for us to play around with. So we're looking at 21 cars that are in purchase. You know, all 21 are green because they're still under our SLAs. Um, you know, once they go over the 48 hour mark that we looked at earlier, it would turn yellow. And then again, it's, it's like an assembly line. When the car enters a station, a green light turns on. So you know, and a clock starts ticking. So you know you're on the clock, but you're good. If you miss your, you know, 48 hour mark, and that can be customized by store, by department, you know, the yellow light turns on and, and think of it as a siren goes off, right? It notifies people saying, hey, hey, the yellow light turned on, what's going on with this? You know, and then it, let's say it takes even longer and the red light turns on. Now you get the managers involved, like, hey, you know, you get the other departments involved, like, hey, what's going on? Um, it also lets you see when people take time off, how things work. Right. All of a sudden, somebody took a week off and you fall behind. Well, why is that? Like, you know, it helps you understand where the bottlenecks are. So, you know, again, we'll, we build the process, we track the process, we set the SLAs, we set the expectation, we set the follow ups. So the tool then does the follow ups for you. So you don't have to be calling everybody and be like, hey, what's going on with this car? It's all documented right here. So um, you know, and again, so we'll get into, let's say, how do we use it? So from purchase, you know, we would say, let's move into, you know, ship or ready for shipping. I'm going to say ship. And you notice I only see what my next step is or what my conveyor belts are that are built. So I can't go from purchased to detail or photos. So we are able to enforce that process. Now, you know, I want to show you how easy it is to add that extra step that we were talking about earlier. So right here, what I want to do is on ship uh, or ready for shipping, I want to add a question and I want to maybe call it uh, gate pass. Right. And I'm going to call that as a file. Right. And I'm going to say show on dashboard. I'm going to hit save. So now when I go, and this is something you do one time and it's now for every car. Every car that ever hits ship, you'll see that now, that question. So now I go in here and I'll see a question that says, uh, you know, gate pass, right? So now I get the gate pass. You know, I'm just going to attach something. I'm just going to attach this, let's say, and I'm going to hit save. Now, what it will do is it will attach that gate pass. So when you get notified saying, hey, this car is ready for shipping, it comes into a text message with that gate pass attached with the address. And again, I just gave an example of the gate pass, but it could be anything. It could be any question you want to collect information, right? Um, and you can also see that right here. Now, when I move next and when you get notified, it will show you what that gate pass is, 
moving along, move it from ship to deliver. Again, in all of these, we're getting in the back end, people are getting notified. And a dealer can specify who they want to get notified when that happens. Right? Now, when it gets delivered, you know, you say, hey, it's not here yet. We'll look at, we'll check tomorrow, let's say. And I hit enter. And as soon as I hit enter, it adds that comment to the car, and that comment's going to stick with the car as it goes through the entire process. Right? So we can not only take notes, but the notes move across departments. So now, again, you see the live timer. It tells you how long it's been in this department. We're going to move it from here. We're going to move it to estimate. And again, I don't know if this is something that, you know, Jay, the, the people that watch your show care about, because this is going into the reconditioning side of things, not so much on the transport side, but, you know, just to give an idea about how the tracking works. So we can make it more granular to where, you know, if they wanted to track, you know, transport schedule, you know, picked up, in transit, delivered, we could break that down further into additional steps. Right? So you can see my comment moved over, and let's, let's say in the estimate, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna pick a bunch of services, right? I'm gonna be like, well, there's a large dent on the outside, there's a stain on the inside, and you know, the tires are worn. I'm gonna hit save, as soon as I do that, you see the line items got added in. So now I can see what my work is gonna be needed for this car. I say, you know what, this looks good. I'm gonna now move this to my used car manager approval. Same as before, the used car manager gets notified. The used car manager sees what services were quoted out. Um, you know, and I think we could take it a step further. We could also do these services as part of your shipping quote, if that was how the dealer wanted to work. You know, where they could say, do you want, you know, quick? Do you want cheap? Or, you know, do you want to pull multiple cars? <coughs> Excuse me. So... Uh, we can get that built in as part of the tool uh, and help, you know, again, communicate better, have that documented all here. Um, so, you know, we're going through use car manager approval. Again, throughout this whole process, you see we're enforcing where the car can go uh, by limiting based on the conveyor belts we built out uh, in here. And again, we're notifying in the back, you know, we're notifying people as it's ready. I want to quickly move through you know, let's say from detail to photos to front line, just to get an idea of a full process. This would normally be a two-week process. We're doing it in like seven minutes, maybe. So it may sound a little unrealistic because, again, we're doing it for the purposes of the demo, right? Now, let's say you wanted to, you know, here, I'll move it to front line, but then I wanted to show you, if, if you were curious, you know, hey, what happened to this car, right? You click on the stock number, it gives you a full screen view of all the work that got done. So you'll see completed, completed, completed. You'll see all of that information right here. You'll see the physical location of the car. So let's say you had a way to track the car as it was going through transit. Or if you were using a GPS provider inside the store that was giving you location of your physical inventory, you could tie that in to Simple Recon so you can see where it physically is at any given point in time. Right. And right here, you'll see all the history. So you see, you know, we got the car added into the system at 835. 
The 846, we moved it from purchase to ship. We moved it from ship to delivered. You know, we added a comment. We moved it from delivered to estimate. So you can see all that with timestamp, with the person who did it, what time they did it, all of that right here. And it's all, it's, again, this is not something somebody can change. So, you know, and our biggest gripe when we talk to dealers is, you know, the used car manager and the service director pointing fingers at each other. The service director is like, I gave you the estimate three days ago. My guys cannot be sitting here waiting for your approval. They're going to work on customer cars if you don't tell me when you need them by. Right? So, and then the used car manager is like, dude, I don't have cars to sell. What's going on with my service man? My, my service guys are not getting the cars done quickly. So that's another issue we see, um, you know, in the dealership, right? So what we do is we make it a transparent process. So the service director is like, listen, I gave you the estimate, you got it at this time, here's the timestamp, and even notify you. And in our notes, we will actually tell you the number that got the text message and the email that got the notification. So you can see, hey, I, you got this email on this date and time, you know you have to make a decision. And then the, on the same, along the same lines, the used car manager would be like, dude, I told you to get this fixed three days ago. You know, why is it not done, right? Um, we also have the ability to set a separate process. So you can think of it as a parallel thread. So this is how Simple Recon is a little different than the industry, where we can have a separate thread, let's say for parts sold, like what David mentioned earlier, where you know we have a, su a short supply of parts. So you can create a separate process for a part sold, let it stay there and re let everything else get done. So, Again, that's in a nutshell. I know I maybe went a little bit in too much detail. I don't know, Jay. Um, I'm I'm going to give you the applause button because I thought that was uh, I thought it was the right amount. Lots of detail. I mean, you have to take it through the processes. You did it in seven minutes, which is also a speed record. Uh, I wrote down, yeah, purchase, ship, delivered, estimate, approval, wholesale service, detail, photos, front line. So that made sense to me. You've got all those buckets. But I want to hand it over to Royce. Royce? Yeah. Take it away. Um, I think it's a phenomenal product. I think it brings a ton of value to the shipper, especially, you know, I look at this twofold. The mom and pops, the smaller shippers that don't, you know, they're shipping 20, 30, 40 cars a month. They don't necessarily have the technology to even know what they don't know. And I loved you saying that earlier, David, because I use that line all the time. Um, but your large-scale shippers, you know, they're the—they're no different. You know, sometimes people think the larger the company, the more sophisticated they are. Sometimes it's the opposite. Um, so I think you're bringing value to both sides of the, of the, the vehicle world or the, or the dealer world, whether it's enterprise or, or independent. Um, where I'm intrigued, obviously, Jay, is in, on that purchase to ship to delivered piece, right? Because obviously that's where, where somebody like us would come into play in a, in a, in a partnership. Um, I've had that conversation with shippers multiple times that, you know, yeah, you, you might have your recon services down to a T. You know, you're getting cars in and out in 48 hours, whatever the number is. But it's taking you 10 days to deliver. Did you, did you, are you saving any value there? Are you saving any time from purchase to frontline lot, right? No, because at the end of the day, it's taking them 12, 13 days, right? Um, so our focus has always been on getting cars from purchase 
to ship as quickly as possible. Um, and I come from from the world that Jay was mentioning, you know, in his in his um, prelude to us coming on the brokerage world. Um, so I understand um, how important that is. I primarily worked in freight for many years, and have been in vehicle logistics for about three and a half years. And and I was shocked when I came to this space that on-time pickup and on-time delivery really wasn't a thing. It was pickup windows and delivery windows, which shocked me. If you pick up in 72 hours, you're on time. If you deliver within the 72 hours that you're promising, you're on time. Well, if you extend those 72 hours out on both sides of that equation, and it's a four-day transit, well, now you just have a 10-day window to pick up and deliver a car. That's a massive window. So I was very intrigued. If you could go back, Jay, I want to see that screenshot of, of the diagram. Do me a favor, Smith. I took it away. If you'll share it again. But I was thinking, I mean, there's an Ask Larry question right there. How many carriers didn't know that purchased, shipped, and delivered, or a combination thereof, was at the beginning of a vehicle reconditioning process? Probably didn't. Probably right? don't. They think they're part of the logistics process, right? We don't we don't consider that in, in the recon process, but I think it should be. And I think it's, it's brilliant to build that in there. Um, when you're averaging your your warning hours right there at purchase, 48 hours, 48 hours to ship, 48 hours to deliver, 72 hours is an alert hour, that tells you what the standard is. There's a reason those numbers are, are, are in there, right? So at, at Auto Hauler, our standard is 24 hours or less. From time of purchase, from the time it hits our board to the time the vehicle is picked up, we're averaging less than 24 hours. Um, Fast forward that to my brokerage model, we're about 48 hours. There's a reason the brokerage model is slower. And the brokerage model is slower because they have to negotiate against the truck. They're negotiating price with the shipper. They're negotiating a price against the truck. Where our marketplace does not negotiate a price. Whatever the shipper purchased it at, we're going to give them an idea of what the value of that shipment or what the shipment cost is going to be. And they decide what they want to market it at to the to direct to the carrier. And that's what's allowing the carriers to pick it up faster is because there's no negotiation, there's no middleman. So I'd be intrigued um, just to kind of get your mindset, uh, Smith or David, on have you guys considered partnerships with with other vendors to give more value back to your your carrier, your your shipper, your dealer to say, hey, by the way, you purchased this vehicle, it's hitting the board. Here's a vendor partner that can get it out in 24 hours or 48 hours, what's the, whatever that number may be that's ahead of their schedule. Or also one thing that we've allowed within our product is to give the, sh the used car buyer when they're purchasing a vehicle is what's that shipping cost going to be for them so they know that they're going to make revenue on that car or not, right? That's something that is kind of a guarantee. Like the recon process isn't necessarily guaranteed. Yeah, it was inspected at the shipping point, but when it gets to the lot, sometimes it could be different, like you said. Um, but that shipping cost is generally going to be within a five to 10% number of what the actual cost to ship that car is. So we're giving a realistic number on how much value that, sh that dealer can make out of the car. Um, that would be an interesting piece to add in. So the dealer really knows that, Hey, if I'm buying this vehicle, the recon looks pretty simple. Doesn't look like it's going to be too expensive based off the inspection that's being provided. And Oh yeah, by the way, here's my shipping costs. Okay. And I can get it to lot this many days quicker than what my previous resource used to get at the lot. Now you're starting to drive value across the entire channel. Have you guys put thought into that? And have you had any consideration in partnering in that manner? 
So yes, I think that makes all the sense in the world, right? To help create value for the dealers. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, uh, I was talking to a GM earlier and he was like, dude, I have no idea what I spend on shipping. He's like, my, my buyer manages it. Like, I don't know. I'm like, do you want to know? He's like, sure, but I don't have a way to know. And I don't have a way to know what quotes he got from which people and if he is, um, you know, getting kickbacks, right? Oh, yeah. So so that <laughs> was... Ha that happened. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I was just asking that question, you know, as a, as a how do you know, right? So our yeah. whole thing is about transparency. That's the purpose of, you know, simple recon. So uh, we actually are actively looking for integration partners. So we partnered with, uh, you know, Inter GPS, which is a GPS provider. Um, they, you know, offer uh, uh, real-time location tracking for inventory that dealers have on the lot. And they also make it as a, uh, a revenue center for the dealer when they sell it after, as, as one of the products when they sell the car. So um, since the dealer already is using them, we were like, hey, why don't we partner up with you and we can help the dealer get a more accurate real-time location of their inventory um, as it's going through recon, right? So uh, that was a conversation we had with them. We worked with them to get the the, the integration in place. Um, it, to me, it makes all the sense in the world to do something exactly like that for shipping. So imagine a dealer logging in to their account and seeing, oh, great, you know, uh, I have my inventory that's ready for shipping and here's the quote I got. Uh, am I good with this? If they say yes, then, you know, they, at that point, move it to your queue. And yeah. at that point, you get a notification saying, hey, you, you got to go pick up this car. Here's the details. You know, let's get going. And when it gets delivered, the dealer automatically gets notified, hey, this car just got delivered, you know, and continue with the reconditioning process. So 100%. Me, it, it, it makes sense. Uh, hey, Jay, if I can share my screen really quick, I wanted to show Oh, something. yeah, please do. Yeah. You should be able to. All right. Give me one second. I know, I'm, I'm, right, cool. It's not something related to process, but I wanted to show what we are doing with our integration, for example, with the GPS provider, right, within touch. So I can now go into my car on my website. So I'm at a, this is an example of a dealer's website, right? So yeah. we have a little plugin that they install, so it's not available to the general public. It is behind a username and a password, so it is secured, but your sales team now can see where this car is, not just in the reconditioning process, but physically where it is on the lot, right? So that was our idea with partnering with InTouch so they can see where it is in the reconditioning process. And I imagine we are able to do that as part of their shipping as well. So a, a salesperson or a BDC per, you know, a, a person that's exactly. talking to a customer, they're like, hey, you know, I like this car because dealers are now putting cars online as soon as they get them, even without photos. Yep. So you get somebody who's interested and they call the dealership, they're like, hey, I see this car on your website. You know, when can I get a demo? The person on the phone, like the BDC department doesn't know, but now they can see, oh, yeah, you know what? It, it just got it still in shipping or whatever. 
and they can have a more meaningful conversation with the customer. Be like, hey, you know, we normally take some, it takes us about a week to get the car reconditioned. I can set you up for, you know, this weekend or next Monday or next Friday or whatever, but they can start having those more insightful conversations, right? Or imagine the customers at the dealership, you know, and they're, they're like, I don't have this car, but I want to see another car. The salesperson doesn't know where the car physically is at. So, you know, they, they go to their own website, they hover over the VIN number, and they can see, oh, you know what? I have this car right here on this lot, not, you know, especially if you have a autoplex and it's spread across like, you know, a huge area. Mm -hmm. They can then go in and physically see where the car is at, right? So that's kind of the idea and the benefit of knowing where the car is. It, you this know, is this is huge, Royce, for for salespeople. I mean, the, you know, the the best cars are the freshest cars that just came okay. out of detail. Um, and if you call a dealership, which I do all day long, every day, you hit one for new car sales, two for used car sales. Chances are you may end up talking to a BDC agent, yeah. uh, and you're asking about a used car. Hey, I'm I'm interested in this car. The ability for a BDC agent, it's and like they're living on their yeah. website. Um, and this works on AutoTrader, works on Cars.com, whatever. As long as it's got the the the, uh, the VIN number, mouse over it. It tells you if you're looking at this, you can see it's in wholesale for one month, 12 days. You can even click on view details and get the history uh, on the vehicle. And then, as Smith just pointed out, an actual physical location of that specific vehicle. So if it's off-site uh, detail shop or it's at a window repair shop, whatever, you're going to see it. Um, this, is, this has been... Pretty exciting stuff, yeah, yeah, I can tell you. From my perspective, speaking with people, this is what I call the wow factor. Now, do these devices stay in the car for the lifetime of the vehicle? So the way I, so again, we don't sell them, we don't white label yeah. them. Uh, it is something that InTouch does, and we did ask them that question. So the way they explain it to us is because they are so inexpensive that the dealers just leave them on, they don't take them out but they sell enough in their sales that it makes up for the ones that they don't take out. Understood. No, that's a fantastic tool. And I mean, I, honestly, it would be nice to be able to utilize that tool from a shipping perspective too, when drivers show up in a lot to pick All up right. vehicles <laughs> and nobody knows where the car's at, right? It happens all the time, especially when we're doing transfers from one, I mean, you might have a dealership network that has 50 dealerships and they're realizing they're wanting to transfer certain cars from one dealer to the next because one dealer's pumping out that certain type of vehicle faster. I don't know how many times you know a truck goes in and, and we get a call up to our operations team because nobody can find the car. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of somebody getting on the lot and figuring out where that car exactly is. So that, that type of technology would be, would be fantastic for us to you know, kind of be able to partner into our, our network as well. Yeah, and again, right, so the idea is that most most dealers will not give everybody all the access. Yeah. So what we want to do is we want to bring the important information and make it handily available. Um, yeah, we obviously don't want everybody to be able to order, or, you know, shipping no, services. No, like that's going to be completely separate. But yeah. if we know that it's already ordered, we should be able to then give them updates through the platform. Yeah, and the way ours is right. set up as well, we, we give per certain permissions from the top down. So whoever the GM is or in charge of, of our system at that particular dealer, they give certain permissions to access that data on their team based off of, hey, this person's just in charge of notifications for this store. 
by the time it auto hauler picks up, you know, a carrier on auto hauler picks up that vehicle till the time the paperwork is turned in and it's delivered, this is who's in charge of that. And then the higher level, you know, your GM level is going to understand the spend of that store, which used car buyers spending more, who's utilizing what products. Um, it'll show how long VINs have sat on our network and how long quickly they're moving. Um, their rates that they're paying versus market because we show a market rate and an auto hauler rate, which is typically lower. Um, so it gives them a good sense of their spend center and, and how much they are generally saving over time. Because we'll be able to we'll be able to target them over market rates across the network versus what they've spent through auto hauler. Hey Royce, yeah. Does you do you guys have a way to track the vehicle or the carrier from pickup we to delivery? We do. We currently utilize a third-party vendor um, that uses utilizes the driver's app. You know, they have to download an app, and it, it you know locks into the driver's phone. Um, we are partnering with a couple of other vendors over the next six months. You know, we have some integrations that we're pretty excited about, um, where we'll be able to track the driver, which I think is the more intelligent way through their logbooks, through their ELDs. That way. No matter who's driving that truck, it doesn't matter what the driver is. That that vehicle's you know still getting tracked in transit. Um, we can communicate with the driver, or the dispatcher, you know, via text message or email. It's all live through the through the platform. But the tracking is necessary, and whether carriers like it or not, um, from the freight side of the world, you know, we've been tracking shipments since 2015, and you know, it's about 99% of shipments are tracked live in freight. Uh, for some reason, vehicle logistics was a little bit behind the curve when it came to technology. Um, and, and there is a bit of a pushback from drivers wanting to be tracked. But I can promise the driver that it makes their lives easier over the long run. There's less phone calls. You know, you don't want people blowing you up 24 hours a day asking where you're at, what you're doing. That's not what tracking's about. A tracking device is simply about eliminating wasteful touches so people can manage the 9 or 10% outliers. And those 9 or 10% outliers are when a vehicle won't start, it's the wrong VIN, or the, they can't find a vehicle, or all of a sudden the driver is a day late for delivery, that's an outlier, it's not norm. Um, a truck doesn't show up for pickup, that's an outlier. You know, that's what the tracking purpose is for, is so we can, you know, operations teams can be fewer, um, so we can pay the carriers a little bit more, we can charge the shippers a little bit less, and we have fewer touches on the operation side of any business if we're able to just connect the shipper directly to the carrier, let them communicate to, together. But if that shipper has that tracking link and everything's monitoring fine and the shipper's getting the right updates, it picked up on time, in transit fine, you know, clicks on it two days into route, yep, driver's driving along fine, no big deal, shows up for delivery on time. I mean, 90% of those shipments, the driver's never going to get a phone call if they're being tracked properly. So it, it is an efficiency thing that, that we're trying to drive more efficiencies to the driver. Yeah. Smith, what do you think about that? Um, I think it makes all the sense in the world, right? Like I think technology is designed to make it easier for everybody, right? Like if you don't want to be bothered, like most of us would rather get a text message or like an email versus a phone call. Right, yeah. and I personally don't like it when somebody calls me like, "Hey, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing?" Right? <laughs> it just takes up too much time. Instead, if I was just like, "I am here, leave me alone," because if I have ten cars that I'm hauling, I'm gonna get ten phone calls saying, "Where am I at?" 
So it's not one person calling me. It's 10 people asking for an update. Instead, if I just say, I am here, leave me alone. You know, I'll be there. I'm on the way. It makes all the sense. And from a dealer's perspective, it also helps them plan their day better, right? So it helps the dealer know, hey, I'm going to get these five cars or these six cars delivered tomorrow. So they, like, again, going back to the, the, the manager's fighting, right? They understand, hey, you're going to get six cars tomorrow for the dealership that are dealer paid that you have to account for. So they can't say, man, I already booked my guys for tomorrow. I didn't know there were cars coming. No, you knew. You knew. Yeah. And right. it goes back to that total um, value-added service you're providing for that dealer network, right? If they're able to map out their you know, recon center and, and the reconditioning ahead of schedule, it's just much better planning, much more efficient planning, much more transparent. And it's much easier to do that if you have accurate data being fed into your system. And it's it's hard to have accurate data with phone calls. I mean, somebody can say whatever they want to say, doesn't always mean it's going to be accurate. And we want to trust the drivers. I've been I've been in that world for 23 years. And most of our drivers are, are honest, good people. Um, I'd say a high percentage, 95, 98%. Um, but every now and again, you're going to get the one that just doesn't want to get in trouble. It just says, I'm here when I'm not. And then a day later, they're nowhere near delivery. And it just threw off everybody's schedule. It was a problem that could have been avoided, a much bigger problem if you're just honest about it. But the phone call never has to happen. If you're off schedule, man, that's fine. Send us a text, send us an email saying, hey, I had a blowout or this happened. And you know, we're eight hours behind schedule. That's not a problem. We just need to communicate. With live tracking, we see that. Right? We don't need to wait for a text or, or an email or a call. It's just happening live, and we can see that that driver's late. Driver's probably going to get a phone call to ask why. You know, what's going on? Are we okay? Are you? Gonna, is everybody safe? You know, you know, did you get an accident? What's going on there? Um, but typically, you know, it's a breakdown or a tire blown out or something that they couldn't avoid, and that's that's normal trucking. That happens, and nobody's going to be upset about that. Um, but as long as we have the accurate data, then you can make you know, wise business decisions on, on how to salvage as much revenue out of that transaction as possible. Absolutely. Well said. All right. Any final thoughts? Anything we miss? That was pretty comprehensive. I think it was a great conversation. I think you guys are building something that's important, something that's value added, um, something that we'd be interested in talking with you more about. Um, the more I think transparency and, and value-added products that come to the dealer network, just the more sophisticated this space is going to get in general. And I, I just love seeing you know, forward-thinking thought providers uh, bringing product to, to a network that needs it. Likewise. And I think I agree with you 100%. You know, it's about building an open, like in, in today's day and world, you know, you can't, you can't lock things down. You've got to be open and honest. And I think that's how you're going to win business and trust right like if you're like i can't tell you but i'm the best person ever <laughs> like well i don't know <laughs> you know so. uh, I, it's funny you say it like that because that that was the wild wild west of the brokerage model about 15 years ago uh, but it's definitely evolved it's changed and, and you know to, to david's point earlier Sometimes people just don't know what they don't know. And it's it's our job to continue to bring product to, to market and try to educate people and, and and get it, you know, from the top down. It's usually the best way to feed it in the channels. 
Um, but I've seen some great products hit the market over the past year, and it's I think the vehicle space in general is being targeted, and I think it's about time. Um, that's why we targeted this vertical uh, three, two and a half years ago, three years ago. Um, and we're excited about the future and what it holds, and we're excited about where we're headed and, and you know, new partnerships with companies like yourself. Awesome. Looking forward to it, likewise. Awesome. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Smith, David, thank you for that presentation. Royce, thanks for doing that, being thank our shark guys. tonight. Much really do much appreciate, appreciate it. it for having me on. Uh, Ty, you got a big day on Friday, right? Big I'm looking forward to, to it. Yeah. yeah, really excited. Missing. Haven't cool. seen him in a minute. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it. I think we're going to be at a dealership. I believe you are. I believe Which is are. my second favorite place to hang out. <laughs> Number one would be the auction transport parking lot. Next yeah. is the dealership. So <laughs> perfect show. Thank you. <clears throat> can't That's wait. Right. Friday, we'll be live 10 a.m. Central Time. Ty will be live at Bob Allen Ford with Frank Zombo of Auto Hauler Exchange. So please do tune in for that live stream here on ATI. Have fun, guys. All right, guys. All right cool. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. Hi, thank you, Royce. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Take right, care, guys. Gentlemen, thank you. Have a good night. Really appreciate you it. as well. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I end the meeting, and I'll allow it. Um, ding. I, no, no bell. Do you see that? Not one, and that's oh, it's hiding over there. There's the bell. It's over there, but no bell tonight. <laughs> oh, but we do have, hey, we're still making martinis. Thank you, Mark Rodeke, Superflow Systems. Really do appreciate that. Um, yeah, actually, I worked pretty hard on the news today because, you know, so the convoy story, again, it's almost like we look at, I don't really know why. Because I I don't look at I don't look at sister verticals as so far away. Freight is like right here. I know it seems miles of distance away, but uh, you know it's yeah. There's some there's some variations in process, but um, freight is truly our sister and uh, or brother. And when you look at what's happening with convoy. You don't have to throw a stone very far to see how it could apply in our own industry. And um, even the conversations happening about around brokering right now, brokerages, pricing, uh, business models, you, you, you can find it. You can Google it. Before 1980, you didn't have brokerages everywhere. And it's possible that we'll return to that. We don't know. But um, when you look at the business model, it sure is interesting. And we also know that, you know, these business businesses over time that pump and pump and pump and pump. And somebody's like, no, it's not. It can't all be true. And you know, how can you not believe in the pump and the pump? Well, if, I guess if you stick around long enough, you get you, you see the air come out. I don't know. But that was the convoy story. And it, nobody's celebrating it. You, you, but you got to know what's happening and why. Um, because, you know, that's where they say the rubber meets the road, and there's definitely road here. So, in the TQL, I thought that was interesting, too. Obviously, a UAW update. Man, that thing doesn't seem to be losing steam. And, um, and then, of course, how reconditioning uh, really does play another part. You know, if you look at the globe, and you got continents and oceans, right? And if you look at your business, you're on one continent. 
but that those continents that globe okay jay which with your analogy it all touches it's all there it's an eat it's an automotive ecosystem and that's why we focus on it every week on tuesday nights on ati auto business please do join us on thursday for a clear data uh live demo this is the system that many recovery repo agencies use to manage loads jay why should i care because if, when you talk to the repo lot, they're like, well, it's in clear data. The car's right here. You got to schedule an appointment. What's clear data? I said. And they're like, well, what do you mean? Everybody knows clear data is. And I said, well, can I get a demo? Well, we're going to do it live on Dispatching Live on Thursday. So please do join us for that. Be sure to catch Ty live with Frank of All in a Holler Exchange at Bob Allen Ford on Friday. We're going to go early at 10 a.m. So Fridays and early cars in the move at 10 a.m. Otherwise, thanks everybody for jumping in the live chat, whether you watch live or on demand. Thank you for doing that. Please do tell a friend, like, share, comment, and um, and I really, really want to thank uh, Smith and David of Simple Recon for their live demo and presentation information, and Royce Newbauer Auto Hauler Exchange for uh, being our shark tonight. Thanks everybody so much for tuning in. Really appreciate you. Here comes the car hauler. Stay safe and we'll see you soon. Peace out everybody. Thank you.